0: Welcome to the Ship Show, part of the Callaway Podcast Network. Where, if maybe you haven't had your fill of snark for the day, we've got you covered with Jeff Newbar.
1: You know, Amanda's just just <laughs> bringing heat every single day. Every she hasn't said one thing nice about me, but the problem is, like she wrote all these.
0: I yeah, I did, but we like to be fun. You said you wanted something to react to. This well, gets you I to can, react. I
1: can react to it. By the way, if you want to hear more Amanda Balionis, check out Fairway Rolling. Mm-hmm. It just dropped. She talked uh, in depth with our buddy Joe House about her interview uh, after Kobe's uh, and the other uh, people who lost their lives in that tragic helicopter accident. Amanda Mm -hmm. had the tough task of having to interview Tiger right after he found out the news, and she did a great job, but she kind of went deep about it with House, along with many gambling picks, and I believe Chris Vernon's return to the show.
0: Oh, wow. (laughs) Email
1: us, shipshowcallowaygolf.com. Call us, 760-804-GOLF. Our guest today, the kicker from my favorite football team, the Miami Dolphins, Jason Sanders. What's going on?
2: Yeah, appreciate you having me. appreciate you inviting
1: me down here. Yeah, we're going to get to your day in a second. But the first thing I want to let people know is today... In stores mm-hmm. are the Maverick irons and hybrids. Yeah, or hybrids, as some people tend to call. Pretty them. pumped.
0: I yeah. think our whole office calls them hybrids now. It's and gonna. We're gonna be doing like a TV interview someday. and We're gonna say hybrids. Well, the problem
1: is like most of the people who actually got the joke don't even work here anymore. I know. But it is what it is. Um, AI used to design each face. Jailbreak in the hybrids. Find out all you need to know at CallawayGolf.com. The second thing is the Pebble Beach Pro-Am starts today. You got to get in that one of these days, Jason. Yeah, that's the goal. I mean, I, but first I got to work on my golf game. Well, you know that's yeah.
0: Jeff's goal too for the years to play in a pro-am yeah
1: pro-am but not the pebble beach (laughs) pro-am but uh, i did have a conversation with our buddy chris harrison if you haven't listened to the podcast last uh tuesday with chris go back and listen to it wherever Mm -hmm. you listen to your podcast chris is uh he's sneaky confident right now going into going into pebble um the weather's not going to be it's going to be cold but it's not going to be like wet right it doesn't sound like
0: knock on wood yeah
1: well it looks like the weather forecast is there it's pretty easy for them to predict but have you played any of the courses up in monterey I have not. So, um, that's got to be on the
2: bucket list. Yeah. I've, I've started playing golf maybe two, three years ago. Yeah. So.
1: so, talk to me about that. What was, what was sort of the impetus? Was that when you were still at college or was that after you turned pro? <laughs> it was,
2: that was before college or uh, during college. I had a uh, two roommates that were pretty big in golf. And so, they're the ones that kind of brought me out on the course. And I would bring about 50 balls <laughs> you know, for one round and nice and then just gradually improve as the years go on. And, and then in Florida, I got introduced some really nice courses yeah
1: yeah some good do you live in do you live north like where most of the guys live kind of in that western area or what i live called? over by fort lauderdale area okay yeah so not too far from the stadium correct but there's some great golf in that area i mean miami itself is known you know obviously Doral's down there uh, i loved i grew up just south of the city and i used to love playing crandon park um out in key one. biscayne so it's golf course uh, out on key biscayne kind of right by where the tennis center was and what's cool about it is they used to have a senior tour event there. And, you know, you're on the little kind of key islands out there. And just, you know, you've used it downtown Miami and everything. And it was a public golf course. So it was actually pretty cheap so for kids.
2: I was, I'm able to play a Trump a lot in Doral. I like mm-hmm. that one a lot, the Blue Monster. Yeah. And I like to go up north to Jupiter and play a... Um, or not currently, but I've played Bears Club. Yeah,
1: that's what Ooh, yeah, a good one. And another spot. one, I forget the name. Yeah, Dice Preserve up there is good. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's so many great courses in Jupiter. That's why half the PGA Tour lives up there. And that's what I've learned this past year. Yeah, those guys uh, don't get in their money games. <laughs> they, don't, they don't hold back. They don't hold back. All right. Um, Couple things about football before we. I won't. Dive I did this some to research. Day. Yeah, aren't I was you very proud? proud of Thank research. you. So the good thing is
0: because he's a huge fan of your team, and not yeah. that I. Well, I'm. I'm not from Miami, so I'm not.
1: Yeah, it's one of the few teams you don't follow, though. I would say so. Yeah, because yeah, you. you yeah. have a couple teams you support.
0: That's true. When it comes to NFL, I've never had like a real loyalty. Is that a
1: bandwagon. No, no, no. It's a, it's a regional. It's a regional change, like relocation. Okay. Yeah. So, like <laughs> when she went to college at Arizona State, she was kind of the Cardinals thing. Yeah. And then you end up here. It's like
0: by default a Cardinals fan, but yeah. I'm not a Chargers fan. No. They they were here for like one year while I was here. So Yeah. Anyways. That's brutal. Anyways. I don't want to
1: talk about that. My research. So so you're the eighth kicker in the NFL history to have seven field goals in a game. I remember we talked to you right after that game. That, that, that would just had to be nuts.
2: Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of things that positive I'll take away from that game, too. There was tough conditions. It was a cold game. It was yeah. pretty windy. And to kick eight. Seven or eight field goals in one game is yeah. mm-hmm. it's not your choice. It's how the game's playing out. Yeah, and after each kick, you had kind of got a realization of I might go out there in ten minutes. You know, so it's, it's more of a just staying warm on the sideline and just waiting for your call.
1: Yeah, so so that's one thing. You know, golf is similar to to football in no ways, but other than <laughs> the mental part of it, obviously you don't have the physicality of it. And and but the one thing that I can get that is similar is sort of for you. You have quite a long time sometimes to wait longer than I would like you to wait before you get you're called into action how do you stay kind of mentally sharp because people can relate that to golf when you're out there in a very very like I played a couple holes with my buddy Jonathan the other day and he is so ungodly slow like literally he's the slowest golfer on earth that it was taking me so far out of my rhythm of like wanting to actually play the game to the point where I wanted to quit because (laughs) he's so slow like like if you ever are are with my buddy Jonathan don't play golf with him it's just too slow.
2: If he's slow, but, but does it pay off? I mean, if it pays for off.
1: for him, for maybe. him. I mean, if he was trying to 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 like like win those old college basketball games where like you scored ten and you won like 10, 6 sure, maybe. Oh. But but in terms of anybody having enjoyment of their day, I don't think it did. Um, but how how do you stay sharp, knowing that like for brief seconds at a time, you're the most important person on the planet to your team, and then you kind of have to go in and out of that mode.
2: I think that's what makes the position so hard. Sometimes is you can kick eight in one game and then you can go on a two to three game drought where you're not kicking anything, you yeah. know? So it's every time the offense gets the ball, you're always preparing in your head. You're you're going to think that the kick's going to happen. You're going to have a kick or extra point at that, you know, but that's just kind of the mindset you have to have going into each drive. The offense gets the ball. You, you have to expect to kick the ball.
1: Yeah. See, my thing is I, I, I have different thoughts than you. I'm sitting there, Watching these plays, going all right. Well, we're, we're one more incomplete pass away from Jason coming out there. Because <laughs> especially this year, got a little frustrating at, at certain times when it was like we we drove down the field a lot and then just couldn't quite punch it in the end zone. But towards the end of the year, that kind of flipped a little bit, where Gasecki got a little um, you know more more run trying to, especially that last game where uh, I'm pretty much taking credit for the Chiefs Super Bowl win because if you guys didn't beat the Patriots in that game then the Chiefs would not have had the home field and, and they may not have made the Super Bowl. So pretty much were the reason a they won the Super effect. Bowl.
0: domino effect, yeah. yeah. Got to look at so. it that
1: way. So you can't say anything bad about other teams or other players. Um, but like, you know, Devontae got a little more aggressive with getting touchdown catches. But early in the year, it seemed like there were a lot of drives that kind of stalled out. And, and you guys had a lot of field goal attempts.
2: Yeah, we had about eight more attempts this year than we did last year. Yeah,
1: wow. which is a lot.
2: Yeah, And mm-hmm. you can kind of see half our team reaching their their stride halfway through the season and that's why you saw some games get a lot more competitive than other ones
1: totally totally it's such a crazy thing the other play that obviously uh for the second year in a row at nfl honors the dolphins won play of the year the year before the miami miracle which is still one of my all-time favorite plays but the only one that's kind of in the conversation with it uh is the mountaineer shot um take us through that one if people aren't familiar with it just pause the thing google it It's a punter throwing to a kicker. It's the greatest play. Like, when did you guys come up with this? Who came up with it? It's amazing. Uh,
2: Coach Crossman, our special teams coordinator, came up with it. He's got a unique mind when it comes to drawing up plays, and it pays off. I mean, that's one thing I've learned this year too: is these coaches are coaches for a reason. You know, Mm -hmm. some people, you know, on the sideline or fans, don't believe in what people are doing, but you you have to learn to trust and and know that these coaches have unique minds and they know what they want. And so when, when he asked us to do this play, there was a lot of doubt in the locker room. It was like, this is all you guys have for a fake field goal, really? And when it paid off, that's, that's like, that's when I started to realize how, how these coaches are coaches for a reason. Yeah. You know? yeah I mean, so
0: that was like an in-game thing? Like, well, you or, guys practiced it.
1: I was no, gonna say, it.
0: I was yeah. like, that would, that what, what, would
1: what, really what floor week, me. What week did they put that in in, in the practice schedule? I don't remember exactly,
2: but we practiced it every day. We had a field goal period, mm-hmm. which is every other day. Yeah. And we practiced that every time for about five weeks. And least, how
1: how many times during those five weeks before did you guys stand on the sideline next to Coach and be like, Mountaineer, Mountaineer, <laughs> Mountaineer, <laughs> Mountaineer. That's <laughs> the thing with every yeah. every
2: fake you have. You're always... yeah. Going out there thinking we're gonna—I have to think that we're kicking this ball. So I'm yeah. mentally prepared that we kick yeah. the ball. And yeah. when I run out there and, and I get the the sign that we're we're doing something, different. so you
1: get the sign that late.
2: You get sign on the sideline. You get you yeah. get an oh alert. You get a warning. You right. know, be heads up for this. We might need it. it it's all needed situations. Wow. You know, I mean, we're gonna th- we're gonna have a fake punt if we need it.
0: That yeah. that would I would that would stress me out. I, you I know I don't that. do well the with improvising. I, I right. try. We had
2: five weeks. To, yeah, that's true get yeah. to prepare. So it was at yeah. that point we're like, can we just run it? Already? I guess. Yeah, yeah
0: you have done a lot of like dress rehearsals but, and whatnot. But
1: you guys also ran you know a, a ton of onside kicks more than I remember the Dolphins doing in in many years. Um, a lot of fake punts, just trying stuff. And part of it, like as a fan, we're like, well, they have nothing to lose. But part of it to me was like so inspiring to see. Like, if you're on that sideline and, like, your coach trusts you to say, yeah, the easy thing to do, not that it's easy to make a field goal, the easy decision is to take, you know, a field goal. The hard decision is let's have the punter throw it to the kicker.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that's just. It's belief. It makes the game more fun, I think. Yeah, for sure. It's fun play for a coach that's so aggressive and, and has a mind that he wants to. Mm-hmm. possibly yeah. run a fake every game yeah
1: yeah i love yeah. it i would i would literally if i was on the special teams i would come up with like 10 different fakes per game to the point where the coach was so tired of me that he would have to run one a game just so <laughs> so, so i would stop doing it that's kind of but what then it is, you the... wouldn't
0: stop you'd be so excited that your play actually well, like went. <laughs> yeah, but if it worked then
1: everybody would would i actually what, what's funny is after the show jason i have a bunch of plays that i've drawn up that i will share with you <laughs> i don't want anyone else to see them um you know, to, to me, what happened to you sort of in, in, in sort of like the fandom world after that play? Did that kind mm-hmm. of elevate, uh, you know, your, your status among fans? Like, were people yelling mountaineers you come in and out of the locker room and stuff? There's a lot of fans that
2: had printouts of the picture. Uh-huh. Oh wow. So every like game we traveled to the fans outside the hotel are always trying to get you to sign their right their picture of the version of their Mountaineer shot. You know? So oh, that's cool. So it was, it's cool. I mean, definitely this year I think fans got to, to see what I'm more capable of, I guess you mm-hmm. can say. Yeah. Yeah, you know, which is which is good to me. And it's also fun to to play for a coach that trusted you with yeah. such fakes and you know, the ability just to send him out there to kick three points, yeah.
1: yeah. Right. No, that makes total sense. The other thing is we have a special request. We would like a play called Maverick. Oh, yeah. It's spelled the way that we spell Maverick, M-A-V-R-I-K. So if you want to talk to coach, I mean, if we have to send him a driver, we, we could do that. Um, because there is a little bit of orange in, in the Maverick, you know, it's not quite Dolphins orange, but it's sunset. close enough in, 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 the right, you know, if you get the sunset yeah. driver in the right light, it kind of looks pretty cool, but <laughs> how cool would that be? Some type of fake field goal named after your, your new driver. Well, I've heard some weird names in the past. I um, mean, yeah. Yeah.
2: Maverick yeah. Yeah. blends right in. It yeah. just has to blend in with, uh, what we're trying to do. Totally. So yeah. The
1: problem is that you have a punter named Hack. So that's not really <laughs> good for, for golf terms. It's for hawk, talk, so we don't. Yeah, we stay away you from say you <laughs> say we stay away from the hack part. Oh man! All right, so let's talk about your fitting today. So you went down to the Ely Cadillac Performance Center. Where can people follow you on Instagram, by the way? Because you were you were putting some posts up. Jason Sanders with two S's at the end. Uh, two S's. Oh,
2: What's that's right, because you're a millennial. The first one was taken. Oh, really? Someone else. took Same, that? same. That's you know what?
0: Right. Finally, somebody who's younger than me is on the podcast. No offense. <laughs>
1: We've had I'm people always, younger than I'm you. A we child. had my son Landon.
0: I wasn't on that one, so it doesn't oh. count. But well,
1: you said younger than me on the podcast. You didn't say with me.
0: Anyways. Let's, so let's, let's talk about your fitting. fitting.
1: Let's talk about your fitting.
2: Hey, it was fun. Um, well, first of all, I appreciate you having me out here. Um, it just, it's cool to come out here and hit all the different clubs, all the new lines, and, all, and see how different I perform. And to have the track man behind you and see your club angle, your club speed, and all mm-hmm. your distance and carry.
1: Have you used a TrackMan before?
2: I've used it once for fun. I, I forget yeah. when I used it. I used it for fun. It wasn't for a proper fitting. Right. This is the first time I've been properly fit for my clubs. Oh, so, wow. Really? So I'm pretty excited again. Congratulations. So, so, so what were the biggest
1: differences from what you kind of thought you knew to what the the, the experts down there kind of did for you? And and, and for the, you said you went a Maverick driver. Do you, what? Would you go some fairways? Uh,
2: I got the Maverick fairway and... Oh. A hybrid,
1: nice. hybrid. And then what would you do for irons? I got the Apex Pro. Mm. Those are amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and then Jaws wedges. I'm assuming, of course. Yeah. And then what putter did you end up with?
0: That's not but true. What I want, that is true. Some people hit
1: their drivers not as far as. as but you I practiced
0: putter. yesterday. I Trevor know. can vouch for me.
1: I saw that playing mini golf on the greens.
0: Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah it ol- was bad. The
1: only reason you practiced was because you, you, your coaches gave you a little bit of tough love.
0: You did give me some. Do tough you, ever, love. you ever get that from coaches? Yeah.
1: Like, like do you? How true is that, you know, the, the stereotypical movie coach that we see, you know, in all the football movies is yelling and screaming, and look, we get a little bit of a glimpse during hard knocks, but I kind of feel sometimes they're just doing things for the camera. Um, how, how reality is that on a week-to-week basis when you're trying to keep a team for 17 weeks?
2: I don't think it's exaggerated on TV. I think yeah. it's about right. I mean, each coach has their different way of right. getting their point across, but it, I mean, it all depends on what the problem was and what we're getting after. I mean, yeah. I mean, a coach is going to yell. If they don't yell, then right. as a player, I don't think they care. You know? yeah. So yeah. I, I think it's good to see a coach yell.
1: I loved when Flo, after the uh, the crappy pass interference call that lost us a game, that New York reviewed, that I lost my mind over. I love – I mean, I didn't love his language because I had to explain that to kids. But I love that he just – they had a shot of him. And, and he wasn't shaking the other coach's hand first. He was he was going to find that ref and give him a piece of his mind. I loved it.
2: Yeah, and I think I – think, I saw that video too. And I, yeah. I think it's fun to see – your coach get that excited and you yeah. can see how much he cares and what he puts into the game too.
1: Yeah, it was pretty cool. All right, so my Trackman question is, how come you haven't used it when you kick? Like why why wouldn't you guys I mean NBC started putting Trackman on the SkyCam, So they kinda of put it behind you guys when you kick and it's so cool for us to be able to see the you know, it would have been good from seventy two, it has the angle of attack, the spin. Don't the same principles apply to your kicking? Yeah, it would it would
2: apply, but I mean that's just the accessibility of it. Well, I don't the have dolphins
1: one. can afford. Stephen Ross can afford to buy you a track. I man. don't have one in my
2: backyard. <laughs> yeah.
1: Let's let's get it. Let's get in touch with Coach. Well, first you can come to the ECPC and kick anytime you want. Yeah. That would be pretty cool. We, we could probably get some type of goalpost out there. Um, that would be pretty awesome. But we have all the trackmen out there. But let's let's get Steven Ross to invest in a trackman for you guys.
2: Yeah, let me know when we want to go out there. That would be sweet.
1: Yeah, anytime you want. That We should just film that'd
2: that
0: it. I was going to say, that would be a great piece of content. Yeah, we need
1: to get a tour pro, uh-huh. we need to get Amanda, and we need to get, get a trackman and a goalpost, and, and you're kicking. And okay. let's, let's see what people can do. That sounds like fun. That'd be pretty awesome. When was the first time you started kicking? Were you a soccer player growing up?
2: I was a soccer player growing up, and I I played all the way till I was eighteen. I played, or I was the kicker on the team, right? Freshman year, because in high school, in high school, okay, because my brother took kicking on his sophomore year, I believe, and he enjoyed it. Coach really liked him. He was doing well, Mm -hmm. and so when I came in as a freshman, I had the high school head coach as one of my freshmen health teachers right mm-hmm. and so he, he basically made us all introduce ourselves and once he heard my last name he said are you related to Andrew my older brother mm-hmm. and I was like yeah and so he basically forced me to go sign up for football <laughs> and show really? up that week
1: wow. I, was, wow I was
2: against it. my parents will still tell you the story too I came home I was like I don't want to do it I want to play soccer soccer is what I want to do right know, yeah, but as a kid in high school you're so focused on what you want to do and not mm-hmm. what's good for you and, and so what
1: what position did you play in soccer
2: I was a uh, right mid, right mid, center mid. Younger days, and then moved out wide as I got older.
1: And and did you have like the strongest leg on the team? Was that fairly obvious, or or do lots of people have strong leg and they just need to get the, ref- the refinement of the technique to be able to kick?
2: Uh, I would say I probably have one of the stronger legs, but I mean it's it's hard to tell. I mean we're not there just trying to rip shots at the goal and see who right. it is yeah harder, you know? yeah.
1: So my my son Landon uh, plays keeper. And there's like nothing worse than having your kid as the keeper because they don't do anything good. <laughs> like, like there's not like, like the only thing I, I'll, I'll take that back. What they do well is when they make a save in like a PK, like everyone gets excited. But if they make a, a, a regular save, it's like, well, they're supposed to make the save. If yeah. they let something in, it's like, and as the dad, you just sit there like, like know, did that really <laughs> just happen? When did
0: it click for you, though, that you were going to stick with football?
2: So I got offered to kick at the University of New Mexico I got a full, full scholarship to kick there. And once I got that, it was kind of night and day. Yeah. I mean, yeah. do I really want to play soccer at a community college? Because I didn't have any right attention as I did in football.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what does your brother say? Is he, like, pissed that he's not an NFL kicker? <laughs>
2: yeah. I mean, he, he decided to play soccer in
1: college. Oh, did he? Yeah. Where, where did he play? Wow. At uh,
2: a community college in Orange County.
1: Nice. Yeah. Nice. That's That's pretty cool. Like, that's... I mean, think about that. If, like, somehow, for some reason, you didn't have that health teacher... And your brother hadn't been there before. Like mm-hmm. who knows? You know, it's like crazy how life like gives kind of weird twists and stuff yeah. like that.
2: Yeah, now I have uh, I have three older brothers. I have two of my older serving in our, our United States Air Force right now.
1: Wow. Oh, that's awesome. That's good for them. That that's that's way more important than any of this stuff we're talking mm-hmm. about. Are they are they home or are they overseas right now?
2: One is in New Mexico and one's overseas. Wow. wow.
1: Do they do they follow up with you after games and stuff? And yeah. Do you, do they kind of find what you do is like a relief for them, considering that they're no offense to to my fellow Dolphins fans, uh, our stakes are not that high compared to what their stakes are.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's always good to have your family and yeah. friends in your corner after every game, yeah. Mm-hmm. Miss or make,
1: for sure. Well, good thing is there's a lot more makes than misses yeah, going hopefully. on. Last question yeah. I have for you about hopefully. football and golf is the pressure. Um, you know, when when you go out there and and you know, I've always heard. Um, that one of the things that athletes have a hard time with is simulating the pressure. That's why there's preseason, but still, even the difference from preseason to regular season, it, it just doesn't matter. And with golf, it's the same thing. So if you're going out there and playing you know, with some tour pros, they probably do want to have a little bit of a money game because they try to get some type of pressure to simulate it. How have you dealt with pressure on the golf course? And how is that similar to pressure uh, on the football field?
2: Well, on the football field, whether it's preseason or regular season, it's the same kick to me. If right. I don't make any kicks in preseason, I'm not even going to be kicking for regular season. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, so I have to take every kick, every approach, every kickoff. Everything I do in preseason has to be the same as if I was doing it in regular season. Yeah. Yeah. And on the golf course, I'm just out there having fun. You know, right. So And it's more fun if we're shooting low 80s, high 79 maybe. Yeah. You know, but the pressure on the golf course, I mean, all my brothers around shoot about the same. You know, So usually whoever I play with is shooting around the same. So I mean, it's more about having fun to me. It's, I mean, you don't want to be coming home from a round of golf and right.
1: feeling stressed. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, that wouldn't be. For it's something like you
2: don't the need opposite. To do. Yeah, the opposite you can leave my effect. My stress in football. Yeah, yeah,
1: that's true. That's yeah. true. But you get the nice off season. So what? What are the off season plans? How much golf are you going to be able to play? Uh, any Any cool trips planned? Any When When do you start kicking? When do you start? You know, getting back into it.
2: I'll probably start kicking in a week or two. And yeah, last year, I took a lot of time off. Mm-hmm. Last year, as a rookie, uh, I had to kick all the way from the end of my senior year to the yeah. end of my rookie year because
1: yeah, tryout. Because in yeah. that off
2: season, you're, you you want to stay in shape for each coach that's mm-hmm. going to come and work yeah. you out. You know, so once that season ended, I, I took a, a little break, about two months. Mm-hmm. So, but this year, I feel like I'm going to take a little less time off, mm-hmm. not as much because I feel like I came back a little slow. Right. Yeah. And I don't, I don't want to start so far behind. I, I want to. Yeah.
1: And, and a lot of people don't remember, but I obsess about this stuff. When you came into camp as, as a rookie, you had a fellow rookie that was there. And there was a true competition. There there was nothing said, oh, well, we drafted him. He's being given the job. So really, like you said, from preseason game one, you had to perform because you had to outkick someone who ends up, ended up also in the NFL. So it's kind of a cool little thing, um, you know, because Cody Parkey was the kicker the year before. He signed that big deal with the Bears. Yeah. Um, you know, what's it like the fraternity of kickers is there such thing as one i think it would be fun meeting to go to
2: yeah yeah i mean you you meet all these kickers and you you see them multiple times throughout the year you play you play two uh your division twice each year so yeah. you you yeah. get to know those kickers more but i mean you're you're always rooting for them i, I don't like to see a kicker miss you know because right. that you know, we have one job and you want to be able to yeah. do your one job well mm-hmm.
1: i occasionally root for them to miss yeah, there's only 32
2: <laughs> of us in the league yeah. and it, yeah and if you're not one of them then you're going to be on that pool of eight to ten kickers on the sideline waiting for yeah that going one for call, call for that guy that's messing up yeah, yeah. It's crazy.
0: what do you do uh, before we let you go like to stay flexible because both golf and football are require some flexibility and jeff's been big into stretching these last yeah. like, couple of months to increase like some power in his golf swing so what do you do
2: well, I, I like to implement it in my, uh, in my workouts, I usually have, but I'll, I'll end a session stretching, just straight stretching. Um, I'll stretch for at least 30 minutes, 20 to 30 minutes. 20 to 30? I was gonna say, Are that's you like a yoga guy time. or is
1: it just like, do you have a, a series of stretches that you do?
2: I have a series of stretches that I do to, to make sure I'm still staying fit and th- flexible. I mean, the more flexible I am, the less prone to injury right. I, I like to think mm-hmm. I become. Yeah. Mm.
1: I was oh, thinking about doing great. a stretching video. But that I, would probably be, I can help you it. out. I probably should do it. I probably just <laughs> let you do it. <laughs> well, thanks so much for being here. Um, I'm excited to hear the results of of you know, it's funny, we've had quite a few athletes come in. So we had our buddy Jared Goffin here yesterday. Um, and Jared the first time he came, Jared's what, six four? Probably around 6'4". Okay. And his dad is around six feet. And the only golf clubs Jared had ever played were his dad's clubs. So like we put him in like a real size golf club for him and it was like pretty humbling, and then all of a sudden he got good real quick. Because quarterbacks are, of course, they have. It's part of the contract. They adapt. You have to be good at golf. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Just you have to be good at golf. But um, you know, one of the things that that he, it, he said that there's such. It's such a great escape for NFL players to be able to to get into golf, to be able to go play in some of these tournaments, whether it's uh, the American Century or some of the other. You know, uh, at, at a Pro Bowl or at a at a Super Bowl when they have charity events and stuff. It's just awesome. I mean, the Dolphins have a big uh, golf tournament. Which yeah,
2: they have one coming up uh, two or three
1: weeks. Are you playing that? I'm not. All right i got to get myself invited to that one of these You
0: years. do. Maybe next
1: year. Maybe it'll be next That'd year's be New Year's okay. resolution if I fail on this one. Well, uh, thanks so much, Jason Sanders, for joining us. Follow him at Jason Sanders with an extra S mm-hmm. on Instagram. Also, email us, shipshowcallowaygolf.com. Call us, 760 golf No calls, no emails, no, no nothing. Um, the other big news, if you are on the THP form, mm-hmm. I believe it's still eligible to win our golf bags. I think so. So Lex, myself, uh, Darth Finley, J Rod and Ian are giving away golf bags we used in a in a tournament, mm-hmm. so uh, we are giving those away. the The way of entering was what? What did JB come up with? They had to do a. They have to a,
0: make a, a meme, I think. A
1: meme, a gif,
0: uh, something I don't like know that. What they have to do they something. To like do that. something. Just I what JB just, said. I got like a complaint on Twitter, and the guy did was you? like, "Yeah, I saw it was that complaint so, too. It was so you know what? Lame. You know what? He was that like, guy,
1: that guy, that guy's not going to win.
0: I'm sorry if you're listening to this. I can't I'm remember not. your name, <laughs> but I, uh, I think it's not really fair to like say that whatever the choice of contest is it's yeah. like too hard because it's supposed to be a contest for a reason i, I just like, like if you're giving
1: something away like you're not gonna make it easy like hey you know just uh, the first person and there who are wants like it, a thousand
0: apps that make memes and whatnot yeah. for
1: you yeah. it's like whatever literally all you need to do i gotta be honest what i would love to do i don't know if it's too late is whoever does the meme of uh, the mountaineer shot should probably Ooh. get my back
0: yeah they totally should
1: there's plenty of those right it's be. if yeah.
0: somebody busts out the Jonas Brothers they can totally have my bag alright
1: well now we're going to have uh, <laughs> the entire team <laughs> perform up in arms um, alright Tuesday um, we are so we're working on we, we tease mm-hmm. a little bit uh, we have a, a little documentary that we've been working on coming out yep. Chris Harrison voiced it and next week we're going to kind of highlight that throughout uh, the podcast Yep. Uh, we got to figure out the schedule because I'm up in LA oh, Tuesday, the Tuesday, Yeah. yeah when we record probably have to record it on Monday Yep. for one of them. Then I'll I be back just, for Thursday.
0: Cor- correct.
1: Yeah, and then follow uh, all the action up at Pebble Beach. I'm mm-hmm. excited to kind of watch that. Um, and, and I guess I'm going to give an update on on, uh, Miles. on the cat. You
0: are. And I thought I was going to have a golf lesson, but I'm having one next week. All
1: right, there so, you go. So there you go. And now we're going to set up this kicking lesson <laughs> out, at, uh, <laughs> yeah. out at the ECPC. It's going to be great. great. For that. I can't that wait fun. for that. Thanks again, Jason. Thanks everybody for listening. We'll see you next week on The Ship Show.